We're joined today for a peace bucket by uh, Jack Gilroy, uh, who is uh, active out in the Binghamton area with um, uh, Veterans for, for Peace. Um, and uh, he's going to tell me the other group in just a moment. But we uh, asked Jack to, to come on to talk about a couple of events that they have planned uh, in the near future, including a number of events around the uh, Martha the King's uh, birthday. Jack's been very active in the uh, the campaign, I believe, about, uh, you know, drones. But Jack, why don't you just tell me, I know, what is the other group you're also involved with besides Veterans of Peace? And, you know, why are you focusing on uh, Martha Luther King's Day? Okay, sure, uh, Mark. <clears throat> there, Actually, we like to work in solidarity with a variety of the peace and justice groups. And the other group that I mentioned uh, uh, earlier when we wrote was uh, Peace Action of uh, Broome County. And Peace Action, of course, the large national organization, but uh, we're very active with Peace Action uh, here in uh, the Southern tier of New York. So I, I pretty much act as a uh, as an events coordinator rather than take some title. Uh, you know, that's, that's my job and I do it for both uh, Peace Action and for Veterans for Peace chapter, uh, chapter 90. I'm also active with uh, Upstate Drone Action uh, out of Syracuse. In fact, uh, I have spent more time in uh, the Jamesville Penitentiary than anybody else in uh, in the group. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I do a lot. We, we have some things you might want to question later as to what we have planned with the upstate drone action people. Uh, we also, of course, uh, are very, very active with bandkillerdrones.org. That's bandkillerdrones, all one word. .org. And uh, some of the members of Band Killer Drones and uh, Rising Up will be involved in, uh, in an activity in honor of Martin Luther's King, Martin Luther King's uh, very strong voice in opposition to militarism, especially during the Vietnam War. I mean, that's going to be in Times Square on uh, the 14th of uh, on the 14th of January, which is Saturday, and it will be at uh, at 12 noon. And it'll be down around uh, uh, times, not just the Times Square, but uh, 7th Avenue, Broadway and 7th Avenue, between 46th and 47th Street, if anybody is looking for it. And if anyone would like to talk to the uh, Rising Together uh, group that we are in solidarity with, they're just a great group in New York City. Do fantastic uh, street theater. And uh, a fellow by the name of Zool, Paul Zokowitz, uh, his number for anyone from the New York City area or Albany or whatever who might want to go there, the best information they could get would be from Zool. And he uh, he has his number out for anybody to check out. It's 718-964-7643. And I'll repeat that. It's Zool, Z-O-O-L, and his number is 718-964-7643. It should be really uh, an excellent event. Now, uh, many people, of course, are aware about Martin Luther King and his uh, leadership of the civil rights movement. And uh, certainly here uh, in New York State, and particularly in the Capital District, we have the Poor People's Campaign, which also emphasizes his role in you know, pushing for you know, economic justice and, and, and jobs and to stop discrimination and hiring. But you you raise the issue of militarism. And I, I think people know that 
uh, to, you know, towards the end of his life before he was assassinated, he became quite active and vocal against the Vietnam War. But, you know, what was some of his, you know, vision in terms of, you know, trying to stop the militarism uh, in the United States? Yeah, well, he sort you know, he irritated a lot of uh, his own uh, members, uh, his own group, uh, you know, the civil rights people who, who said he was off focus, that uh, he has no right, they, they told him, to be jumping into something that is not uh, the business of the civil rights movement, which is racism and trying to right the wrongs of all those horrible things that have occurred, you know, in the history of black people in the country. And Martin Luther King didn't back down from the civil rights, obviously, uh, but he said, I cannot be silent. And uh, that major speech that he gave uh, at the Riverside Church, uh, April 4th in uh, 1967, uh, he, he made the statement that is so outstanding that we will have it on our banner uh, when we are uh, when we have our event here uh, in two weeks in Binghamton, and we'll have it on uh, a banner up in Syracuse when we're at the Dome on the on January 22nd for the biggest Martin Luther King dinner they they claim in the USA, and that statement is what he said at the Riverside Church in that uh, that speech: "The greatest purveyor of violence in the world is my own government." Later on in that paragraph, he said, I cannot be silent. Uh, when we made up the banner, some of our, our folks said, we don't want to put I cannot be silent in there uh, we, because that sort of is disjointed from uh, from it. I disagreed, but I, I, I gave in and said, uh, you know, OK, we'll just use the, uh, the statement, the focus that uh, of the greatest purveyor of violence in the world is my own government. Remember that he was killed one year from the day that he said that, right? Uh, one year from the day. And remember as well, what a lot of people don't take into consideration is that in a civil suit in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, that the King family won their case that the United States government was involved in his assassination. And that can be checked out. Go online, anybody, and check it out. It's something, again, that is very often uh, neglected to be said. So, yeah, militarism uh, could very well be the thing that led uh, to the uh, death of Martin Luther King by certain groups within the United States government. Now, I, I know we have an active uh, peace act chapter here in the Capital District, and, and certainly John Amidon. And others with veterans of peace have been, you know, fighting the drone war. But you know, there's probably two big issues we've talked a bit about recently. One is that once again on an annual basis, the United States just adopted the largest military budget ever, getting, you know, close to a trillion dollars, probably above a trillion if you actually threw all the stuff in it. And then of course there is the ongoing war uh, in the Ukraine, and and certainly. I think most peoples would would condemn Russia for having invaded uh, the Ukraine, but at the same time, I think many people understand uh, that to a certain extent, the largest extent, the United States has turned uh, the war in the Ukraine into a proxy war against Russia. So, what so what are some of the messages this year at Martha King's event that you hope that our you know federal elected officials you know grasp in terms of the peace issue? Yeah, I, I think there are many, Mark. Uh, you know, I, I think that what you just mentioned, the uh, uh, the, the budget, which is roughly a trillion dollars, uh, and, you know, 12 billion of that was supposed to be for uh, child care, uh, a special bill that was, was supposed to end poverty among children in part of the whole campaign of uh, Reverend Baker 
uh, in what he is doing with the Poor People's Campaign. But they couldn't come up with $12 billion, but they can come up with $10 billion, $20 billion, $30 billion for the Ukraine, for the war in the Ukraine. And of course, uh, they went $40 billion over what the Pentagon itself actually asked for. So it's kind of a weird uh, system that we live in in the United States that Martin Luther King for sure knew that this whole idea of militarism was tied in with racism and with poverty. They were the three major evils that he he looked upon. And so it, so very often, however, uh, his role of militarism is shunned by uh, many people, including civil rights groups, including the NAACP and others, who feel they don't want to get into that argument. Here we are, you know, uh, 60 years later and still uh, still trying to get uh, the issue out that Martin Luther King, you know, died because of his particular views in reference to the robbing of the people, uh, the, uh, uh, the robbing of American poor uh, by uh, militarism. So I think if that can be drawn in, uh, to the discussions, that would be good. But it's up to the people themselves at the event. We'll have an open microphone on on the 14th. In in addition to one or two, uh, you know, speakers. Uh, hopefully, we'll have people from the uh, uh, black community, from the uh, uh, from the NAACP or from the Urban League, and we're really trying to get them to step up and and to join us on on. Uh, the 14th. Well, sure. we only have 20 seconds left. We've been talking with Jack Gilroy, uh, Binghamton area, uh, peace action, veterans of peace, uh, upstate drone action. Jack, people want more information quickly, any website they can look at? Yeah, they could go to uh, bcpeaceaction.org, bcpeaceaction.org. Thank you, Jack, for joining us. And this has been uh, Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk uh, Magazine.